Have you ever felt like there was something in regards to your health that just had a hold on you? Like no matter how hard you tried to let it go, you just couldn't. Do you wonder if you'll ever be able to actually do the thing you want to do and stop doing the thing you don't want to do? For example, I have a history of sneaking into the pantry while my kids are playing and eating all of their chocolate from various holidays throughout the year. I can't seem to help myself in those moments. When it's there, it's like it's calling my name. I've also been known to watch TV for hours on end, obsessing over the newest episodes that are coming out so that I can somehow escape my own reality in exchange for the one portrayed so unrealistically on that screen. Doing those things was not even ever the worst part for me. It was worse when I knew I didn't want to be doing it, when I tried so hard to stop but gave in and gave up. I found myself falling into a cycle of shame and guilt, knowing I should be able to do better and then not being able to. But even after experiencing over and over again, I still didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to break the cycle. And then God. Today I'm sharing some personal testimony and walking through what it looks like to invite God into the moments of struggle, the moments of doing what you know you don't want to do and feeling that shame. And then I'm going to share a process you can use to discover and break free from these things that are holding you back in your health or keeping you stuck in this cycle of shame. This is definitely a truth in love kind of episode on a topic that is very near and dear to my heart and a theme of my health journey. I hope and pray that the Lord speaks through me to encourage your heart and draw you closer to him as you listen. Hey, sweet mama, welcome to Healthy and Empowered Living. Do you want to consistently make your healthiest choices so you can finally get to a weight you love? Do you find yourself up late at night searching recipes for healthier family meals or motivation to work out? Do you wake up with big, ambitious goals only to feel frustrated that you can't follow through or guilty that it's taking away precious time from your kids again? Hey, I'm Lauren. I too was a mom who wanted to lose weight. I too worried that my health was taking up too much of my time and energy and wished that I could finally let go of the number on the scale and have a healthy relationship with food and exercise. I wanted confidence and freedom to love my body and food and have more energy for the things that really matter to me. But I kept telling myself that I'd never had the discipline to consistently make healthy choices and that I'd just keep falling off the wagon until I found a little secret that helped me get to and stay at a weight I love. In this podcast, you will find all the motivation and quick tips you need to live healthy consistently through mindful eating, fitness made simple, and mindset transformation so that you will live in true confidence at a weight you love and as the mama God created you to be. So pop in those earbuds, grab your healthy snack, and let's do this. I love the song We Make Space by Melissa Helzer. If you have never heard it, I highly recommend giving it a listen, but some of the lyrics go like this. We make space, we make room, we have come to yield to you. We make space, we make room, how we long to be close to you. And the song goes on to talk about clearing out the clutter and essentially making room for the only thing that matters, Jesus, right? You may already be wondering what this has to do with your health. Well, I think everything, if I'm being honest, I talk all the time about how health is more than just physical, it's mental, emotional, spiritual, and health in one area will lead to health in all, but lacking health in one area will also lead to a lack of health in all the other areas. So when it comes to your physical health, are you taking care of your body through movement and nutrition so that you have the energy to do the things God is asking you to do? When it comes to your emotional and mental health, are you taking the time to slow down and be fully present in your emotions and seek God through them? so that he can help you process and deal with those emotions in a healthy way. When it comes to your spiritual health, are you taking the time to be with God, to grow your relationship with him, grow in intimacy with him, or are you just checking the box of attending church once or twice a week and calling that good? 
It all works together. And the foundation has to be Jesus. Everything with regards to any aspect of your health should lead you closer to him, not be a hindrance of getting to him. But this can be challenging, especially when you think about the habits you have in your life that are hard to break or replace with better habits. It can be hard when you think about how busy you are or how busy you feel all the time. It can be hard when you think you have failed too many times already in getting healthy and you don't feel like God wants to redeem you and use you anymore. There's a lot that can hold you back in your relationship with God, but I don't want your physical, mental, and emotional health to be one of those things. This is why I do the work that I do. I long to see women set free from the cycles of shame and guilt, from the dependence on proving themselves through physical feats or their abilities to follow strict diets and lose weight on their own. I believe your health can be an avenue to a deeper relationship with God. And if that's not what it's about for you yet, that's okay. Stick around anyways. (laughs) I think about in the Bible how Jesus so often healed people's physical bodies before he connected with them on a spiritual level. Sometimes it takes getting your diet under control and developing a better habit of moving your body or simply sleeping more so that your body is well rested before you experience the goodness of walking with God on your health journey. Anyways, all of that was to lead into the topic of the day, which is cutting out the old to make room for the new. You may have heard, and if not, I'm sharing again, that I'm hosting a 10-day fast. I'm calling it the Fast Breakthrough. It's going to be from May 1st to May 10th, so next week if you're listening in real time. You can sign up at healthyandempoweredliving.com forward slash fast breakthrough and grab your spot. But to sum up what it's going to be, though, basically, it's been on my heart for a while to do a group challenge around fasting from something. I wanted this to be something super simple, short term, something easy for you to say yes to and commit to, but also something powerful and helpful in your health journey. My first inclination was to make this a sugar fast, and honestly, that will probably be what many of the women who participate will fast from. But for some of you listening, your struggle might be with caffeine, alcohol, soda, or pop or Coke or whatever you call it. It might be with chips or other salty snacks with social media, TV, or something else, right? So yeah, it's just, it's 10 days, 10 days of accountability to fast from the thing that you choose to fast from. 10 days to learn that God can give you the strength to overcome the stronghold and walk forward in your health with him. 10 days of health coaching wisdom to learn from. 10 days of friends, family, peers, whoever, going through the same thing that you're going through. 10 days to break through, to jumpstart the change you know you need and want to make in your health and your life right now. This is for you if you feel like there is something in your life or your health that you just can't seem to get away from. You feel like it holds some kind of control over you. Maybe you've tried the whole getting healthy thing so many times in the past, but this one thing is always the stumbling block. The thing that puts you back in the cycle of giving up on that diet or program or feeling guilty and ashamed about failing again before finally getting the energy to try. That cycle of on track, off track, or super focused on your health and then super distracted by life and not caring enough to commit to living healthy right now, like What's coming to your mind? What's the one thing you know you do that you don't want to be doing, but you've tried way too many times to quit that thing and you just, you can't seem to? Whatever it is for you, let's do it together. I'll be fasting from sugar during this time. What will you fast from for your breakthrough? Again, I'm going to start this challenge, this 10-day fast breakthrough on May 1st, and that's when the registration will close too. It's only $10 to join. So it's going to run from May 1st to May 10th. Once you sign up, you'll get an email invite into a Facebook group, which is where all of the fun, I mean, accountability will take place. 
You'll join everyone else who signs up in sharing what you're fasting from and posting daily about how it's going for you. I'll have some training inside the group that will help you and support you through this process. And at the end of the 10 days, we're going to celebrate all of the amazing breakthroughs. And the best part, like I said, it's only 10 bucks, (laughs) 10 bucks for 10 days of intense accountability and life-changing breakthrough. You could do this, but you don't have to do it alone. So go ahead and sign up at healthyandempoweredliving.com forward slash fast breakthrough. Now, you may be wondering why fasting? Why cutting something out instead of adding something like a better habit? Well, first of all, I want to be clear that living healthy requires both cutting out some of the old and replacing with new. But what God laid on my heart for this challenge is that sometimes there's something in your life that is a stronghold for you when it comes to your health and and he wants to heal you from that, to set you free from that. This is what happened with me and, and is honestly still happening because I'm human and thankfully have got to walk through all of the struggles with me sometimes over and over again. Not too long ago, I was really struggling with eating a lot of sugar. Now, I'm getting into it today because I don't want you to think that I'm perfect. I'm not. I still struggle with things, but I've come to know and trust that everything God walks me through is a testimony to help encourage and build up a sister in Christ. So here it goes. Not that long ago, I was really struggling with eating too much sugar. I was back to feeling addicted to it. Like it had all of the control over me. Like all I did was think about when I'd eat some more and then how terrible I felt about myself for eating it. The cycle went on for days or weeks, and I was growing frustrated with myself because I honestly had thought that I had been free from freed from this stronghold in my life. But here I was again, struggling. And you know what? Looking back, I'm so glad I was allowed to struggle again because I learned an even more powerful truth this time around about God than even the last time around. One morning, I was sitting in my chair. <laughs> yes, I have a prayer chair, a place I almost always go when I need to talk to God about things. Anyways, I was sitting there journaling and praying and just at the end of myself with this sugar thing. And and I prayed to God to take away the struggle to make me not want it anymore. And in that moment, I realized that I hadn't been going to God in this struggle. I hadn't been asking for his help. I had been ashamed. I had felt guilty and I had felt like my messing up around sugar again was putting this distance between me and God. Have you felt that before? Have you felt that your problems with not being able to eat the right things or exercise regularly or spend time reading your Bible or praying or just generally not feeling good enough? I think what happens most is that we try to do better, do more, clean ourselves up before going to God and and then go to him and say, okay, we're ready to hear from you or be used by you or be forgiven. But the truth is that his mercies are new every morning. And he already decided that you are worthy of forgiveness of all of your sins through the death of his son, Jesus, on the cross. (laughs) He already overcame every struggle of shame and guilt and the chains of sin by raising Jesus from the dead. Jesus sets us free. Do you walk in that freedom every day? Because honestly, it's still a struggle for me too. So I'm guessing I'm not alone. But this is what God so gently whispered to me that morning in my chair. He said, I'm right here with you. It's okay. I'm not going anywhere. I know you feel like you messed up. I know you think I think less of you, but it's not true. I love you. I know your struggles and the hardships you're facing, and I'm here for it. I can offer you freedom from the shame cycle. My love is unconditional. Choose me. 
Now, moments like that between me and God happen pretty often nowadays, but it's not always been that way. It used to take me so long to go to God with my struggles. I used to be so full of pride that I would just keep trying on my own. And more than that, I never used to even know that some of the things I was struggling with or feeling shame about were things God wanted to use to draw me closer to him and his grace and love. It wasn't until I tried to change some of my old habits to cut some things out of my life that I became aware of just how much power I was giving those things over me to make me stay in that shame cycle. So when you're trying to live healthy or get healthy, you're usually, you know, changing your diet, changing the things that you're eating or not eating, right? You're usually adding in time to exercise. You're adding more sleep and taking away some of the, the things that you used to spend your time on like binge watching that Netflix show that really isn't life-giving, right? You're drinking less alcohol, less caffeine, whatever it is. The reality is that living healthy has trade-offs. It requires you to let go of an old way of thinking, an old way of doing things. And I think that compares nicely to following Jesus in the way that he calls us to. I think that this idea actually mirrors a lot of Jesus's teaching if you read through the Gospels, you you see various teachings. Like I think of the teaching on the new wineskin, how he says you can't put new wine into old wineskins or the wineskins are going to break. They just can't handle it. Or how so many of the parables are teaching um, his disciples and the people a new way of thinking about the kingdom of God. And, and he's replacing this idea that you have to do all of these things or follow the law exactly in order to be with God. And Jesus was ushering in a new way of living, a new way of thinking, a new way of, of doing things, right? Or not doing things, receiving his love and his grace. And I think about how he says you can't serve two masters, right? You can't serve both God and, and money, I think is how that verse goes. I think about the, the teaching in, I mean, multiple times, but the one that's coming to mind, I think, is in John 15, where he's talking about, you know, pruning the vine and how you oftentimes have to have to cut away the things that are not producing the best fruit so that the, the vines, the branches that are producing the best fruit can continue producing the best fruit. And, and you know, if you think about science wise, my husband would really nerd out on this. He loves gardening and plants and all of that. Anyways, you think about, you know, you have to prune these plants because the, the nutrients and the water and the things that the, the fruit needs to, to grow, it, it needs a certain amount of that. And if all of that is being spread thin throughout all of these branches that are not producing great fruit, as well as the ones that are producing great fruit, then it's, then the ones that are producing great fruit are not getting that concentration of nutrients and water that it needs. Hopefully that makes sense. Um, but anyways, Jesus talks about, um, different different things like that, a lot different comparisons to gardening and, and growing and, and sowing and harvesting and all of those things, you know, talking, thinking about like weeds that are preventing plants from growing their best, like you have to pull the weeds. But then I also think about the passage in Hebrews that talks about discipline not being fun, like being painful in the moment, but how it later yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness for those who have been trained by it. Like, Following Jesus and developing this new way of living is not easy. It requires a cutting away, a giving up of old things. Now, I want to be really clear here that I do not believe that there is anything you have to do or can do to earn salvation. Like scripture is very clear that salvation is a gift given to those who simply believe in the death and resurrection of Jesus as atonement, as sacrifice for their sins. Now, I say this all the time that God created you, chose you, and he loves you how you are. 
There's no amount of eating right or exercising or not doing those things. That's going to change how much God the Father loves you or change the fact that if you believe in Jesus, you're saved, right? What I am talking about here is that now through Jesus, we have access by the gift of the Holy Spirit to be in relationship with God, like here and now, not just later in heaven after we die. We have the ability to know God and be known by God. And personally, that brings me more peace and joy and fulfillment and all the things than anything else in this world can offer. And I seek more of him every day because of it. That being said, going back to what we're talking about today is this cutting out of things, the pruning, the discipline of living a life for God. And like I said before, I believe that there are things that God wants us to be free from because they're holding us back from more that he has to offer for us, more of him. And this takes action, intentionality, change, obedience, doing the hard thing at times. But it's so rewarding. Trust me. A friend posted on Facebook recently that the reward of obedience is not happiness, but holiness. And I just love that so much because it's so true. Doing the thing that God is calling us to do out of obedience is rarely the easy thing, the comfortable thing, but it's the way to know him more. So yeah, just as James says, you know, faith without works is dead. So is thinking about doing something and not doing it. I speak all the time of how important mindset is when it comes to living healthy. And I stand by that wholeheartedly. But I also realize that action has to follow. You can't just begin thinking that and knowing that eating a lot of sugar is not so healthy for you. You have to actually allow that thinking and knowing to change your behavior. But it's really hard, isn't it? (laughs) It's hard to stop doing the thing we're comfortable with and make that change that is hard to make. However, what happens when you practice, when you take the action to cut out something or fast from it or whatever you want to call it, is that it can help you build your confidence and your consistency and the sustainability of your healthy living in how you make healthy choices, right? Now, before I let you go for your day, I I want to leave you with a little bit more of what happens through the process of fasting, the cutting things out in a way that I'm talking about, at least like with regards to your health. So at this point, you probably have an awareness of what you should not be doing, but that you need to cut out for your health's sake, right? And maybe you've tried to stop before and failed, and maybe you haven't. Either way, without actually trying to cut it out, stopping the thing with the right support and accountability, like you're not going to know where your gaps are. Without knowing where your gaps are, it doesn't open doors to explore what you need to do or who you need to go to, to fill those gaps and make that sustainable change. So that's the process. Awareness. Step one is awareness, being aware of the things or the thing that you realize just has so much control over you, right? Something that keeps you in that shame cycle, something that is constantly consuming your your thoughts or your time or holding you back from what you really want to be doing, right? And once you become aware of that and you begin to, to cut that thing out, then you start to see your gaps. And these gaps, that's the space between what you're doing and what you want to be doing or vice versa, right? And the last part is, is exploring. So once you realize that there is a gap, that there is this huge challenge that comes when you're trying to stop doing the thing that you've been doing for a long time because you know you shouldn't and you just constantly feel that pull, that tug of wanting to do that thing, like 
for going back to my sugar example, right? I grew an awareness that that sugar was having this control over me. And so I tried to cut it out. And when I did, I realized how hard it was. I realized that I had a gap because in that trying to cut it out and trying to stay away from it, I was drawn to it so much more. And then when I did give in, I fell back into that shame cycle. So I had that gap, right? But then I began exploring and I began digging deeper into why those gaps are there and what I need to needed to do to fill those gaps. And where I landed was at the feet of Jesus, right? I shared that in my story when I realized just how wide my gap was, it was only with the Lord that I was able to fill that gap or really he filled that gap in breaking that shame cycle that I was stuck in because of that gap, because of the awareness of how much control that sugar had over me. Hopefully that makes sense. I was trying to make this a really practical example. So like for you, it may not be sugar. It may be salty sweets. It may be it may be over-exercising. It may be relying on something like like exercising instead of processing emotions or, you know, it could be anything. Everyone's story is different. But I want to leave you with a few questions to consider today. The first is what in your life with regards to your health um, do you feel has control over you? And have you ever tried to cut that thing out? Have you experienced the gap between what you want to be doing and what you're actually doing? And what have you filled those gaps with before? And then lastly, where is God in all of this for you right now? I'd actually like to hear from you. So I'm going to go ahead and post these questions in the Joyful Health Facebook group. So if you are not already in there, make sure you join. It's free. It's a Facebook community, um, a great community to be a part of. And you can answer those questions like in a comment under the post or just um, message me if you don't want to answer Um, under that post, but I'd love to hear from you guys. um, What is resonating with you um, with this message? So I pray that you are blessed and encouraged today as you continue forward, living healthy and empowered by the power of God and and all for his glory. Hope to see you inside that 10-day fast breakthrough challenge. Do you wish there was a way to get to a weight you love and consistently prioritize your health without feeling like it takes up all of your time? Do you wish that getting healthy was simple and enjoyable so you could have more energy for the things you love? I know what it feels like to believe that healthy choices will never come naturally. To wonder if you'll always feel this guilt and shame around yourself and your health in place of the confidence you desire. I know what it feels like to long to simply feel better and have more energy even as a busy mom. Imagine if you consistently made your healthiest decisions and officially ditched the shame and guilt you used to feel so you can live in true confidence as the mom God created you to be. Imagine if you knew how to live healthy in a way that was actually simple and fun and allowed you to grow in your relationship with God. That's why I created the Empowered Health Framework, where I teach you healthy living on a foundation of mindful nutrition, joyful movement, and spiritual growth, so you can spend less time and energy worrying about your health and more time actually living confidently. Through this online course, you'll learn to naturally make the best decisions for your health in a way that honors the Lord without obsessing over diets or exercise, without feeling shame or guilt around every choice, and without taking up all of your time. You'll walk away with the most simple habits for living healthy without all of that overwhelm and confusion of diets and workout programs, so you can use your energy where you truly want and ultimately live out the changes you desire to make in your life, including getting to a weight that you love, in a way that's natural and sustainable, all while deepening your relationship with God. So if you're ready to get healthy and fit for life without obsessing over diets or exercise in a simple and easy to follow plan that works for your busy mom life, I've got just the thing for you. 
I'd like to personally invite you to join my brand new online course, Empowered Health Framework, so you can learn to live healthy God's way. There are now two ways to sign up. You can sign up as a go at your own pace course or with one-on-one coaching to keep you extra accountable as you walk through your journey. So go ahead and visit healthyandempoweredliving.com forward slash course for all of the details and get signed up today so you can finally find the time to get to a weight you love and consistently prioritize your health in a way that's simple so you can have more energy to create the mom life you love. Well, that wraps up another episode of the Healthy and Empowered Living Podcast. Thanks for listening today. If you're loving what you hear, would you share this podcast with a friend? Also, it would make my day to hear from you. Will you be so kind as to head over to Apple Podcasts, rate the show, and write a short review? That helps me to know what you want to hear more of and helps more women find the show, learn, and be encouraged too. Lastly, if you're not already a part of the Joyful Health for Christian Moms Facebook community, we'd love to have you. We aren't meant to do this thing alone, so come find the support you need as you're living healthy and empowered.